Today on episode 95 of the Home of Play podcast, a high-end RPG remake for PS5 is in production. We get a couple more release dates set and pushed, and we talk about our anticipated games of 2022. All that and more. And both of our voices sound horrible. horrible. Let's get some intro. <laughs> Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to episode 95 of the Home of Play podcast, where every Monday, the two best friends join forces to give you all the latest PlayStation rumors, news, reviews, and that is because we are the true PlayStation fans. I'm your host, Steve, and with me, I'm joined by the king of platinum trophies himself, Christopher. Hello, hello. The Home of Play podcast, self-supported podcast. We don't include any of that bias or paid for opinion stuff that you do not need here. This allows us to bring you the PlayStation news that you actually need or want to know. All of our content is free for you to enjoy your leisure. We only ask you to help support the show by subscribing to the Home of Play podcast, telling your friends, family, and the sand people about the show, and that they can find us in all your favorite podcast services of choice, such as Spotify, Apple, or Amazon. Every month we're growing, it's all because of lovely gaming homies, helping to spread the cause of the power of word of mouth. If you have any comments, questions, or complaints, please send any of those to our email address, homeofplaypodcast at gmail.com, and then we can read your questions on the show or alone in private while we discuss all the non-news that we got this week i mean not too surprising it's the holidays uh and in saying that i should probably just state this uh happy new year's everybody i kind of get deep in these shows and these episodes sometimes and i forget about the outside world and uh yeah we're recording literally on new year's day so hooray for us i got to sleep in for once i think this is the first time we've ever recorded where i wasn't working <laughs> one job or multiple jobs between recording it's uh it's a beautiful thing to almost get to sleep in but then have your body steal it and snatch it away reject from you, you. <laughs> oh it rejected me good uh yeah a little too much cheese last night chris so i woke up and the toilet called me and uh it wasn't one of those optional Let calls call. where you can hit ignore <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so on today's episode, we have no news articles again. We're doing what we've done the last three weeks. We're just going to do the bite-sized news, except the special feature for this episode is our most anticipated game, 2022, which is now the current year, Chris. Uh, Every time I was texting you about this, I kept being like, oh, we should talk about what's coming out next year. Well, it's no longer next year. It's this year. Please don't delay these games. <laughs> I'm sick of waiting for these games. I uh, can't wait to talk about that list. But before we get to all that, let's talk about what we did this last holiday week. Chris, how did you spend your last week in your holidays? Well, I mean, the holidays in general, plus you were on holidays. Yeah, apparently getting a head cold was one of the things on my list to, to do. So that's why my voice probably sounds a little off today. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> so. Uh, on PlayStation, I got uh, Deathloop for Christmas, so I knew it was a it was a good priced item for a family member to pick pick up for me. So uh, I played a little bit of that. I think I'm on my second day or third day or something in the game. Uh, in game, I'm talking about not like real life, but uh, I'm enjoying it so far. I it's definitely got the whole Dishonored feel to it. The AI is very similar in how they interact with things. The AI seems good at level, if you know what I mean. But as soon as you you got any verticality on them, they're like, they don't see you. <laughs> so it's like, it's, you can stand right above them and say, I don't see you. So some issues in the game, but I'm having fun with it so far. It's, I'll probably chip at it a little bit here and there. Other than that, most of my time has been on PC. Uh, mostly the same rotation of stuff. Fall Guys, PUBG, Super People. A little bit of Wreckfest, which is a great Destruction Derby game, if I haven't talked about that one before. Um, I'm playing far too much House Flipper because <laughs> I'm bored. That's like, I'll just do this. Actually, I, I, I forgot. I think it might have been last night that I got a notification. It's like, your buddy's streaming House Flipper. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? That's what people do on New Year's? They stream how they're flipping houses? <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, TFT, and uh, then I I purchased GTFO, which was one that was uh, talked about during the award show, I believe, and the official release of the game is now out. It's not no longer in early access. Uh, we did a couple rounds of that. Uh, a couple buddies of mine. It was it's pretty good. It's not really that scary. I mean, it kind of t- 
talk said it's a scary game. I haven't been scared. Um, just trying to figure out the mechanics. It's a lot of noise. They, they hear you when you move too much and they start vibrating that they're going to attack. So you kind of just stop and just wait till they stop. So it's, uh, it's pretty good so far. The, the hardest part about the game is when they attack you in waves because they're just overwhelming. But just clearing a room, I haven't had too many troubles with that. Could be actually pretty quick once you just know how to avoid them from reacting to you. But uh, so far, it's good. The game's still on sale. So if anybody's interested, now's probably a good time to pick that up. But other than that, that's pretty much been my gaming side of things. Uh, like I mentioned, I got a kind of a head cold going on. So that hasn't been fun. So just haven't been really wanting to do anything. So lots of TV series I'm hoping to catch up on. Finished couple. Uh, but there's still so many I want to watch. Like the new Cobra Kai just came out. Uh, Witcher 2 came out, the season 2. Um, what else? There's a, c- a couple. I still have to watch Hawkeye. Um, there's a couple others. Oh, uh, Lost in Space I want to watch. So there's there's a couple I want to watch. Luckily, they're only like 8 to 10 episodes. So I should be able to get through them pretty quick. But other than that, what have you been up to this week? As I go and cough my head off. <laughs> uh, basically, same thing as last week. I still having fun changing and making, like, sorry, not making, but modding basically cyberpunk and changing just broken game mechanics. Uh, I think those are the best mods. Like, even, I don't know why it took me so long, but I finally got just way too annoyed with the driving. Like, the driving is one of the worst aspects of this game. Like, kind of understand that they didn't have a lot of practice with cars and motorcycles and stuff like that so that might have been why the mechanics were so janky in my opinion but sure shoot there's a mod for it i put it on i don't i think it does the best it can for being a mod on a game that just has a system that doesn't work well with it but it does make it a little more bearable for sure especially drifting a motorcycle it it doesn't turn into pure chaos like it is ridiculous i actually kind of think i understand the problem too uh, in the traditional system, the way Cyberpunk works, it seems to be camera-based. So if I drift my motorcycle and then try to go again, but your camera's still looking in front of you because I'm, again, driving third person. I should probably preface that. Uh, it, like, glitches and almost tries to shoot you back to whichever way your camera's looking. And I'm like, okay, well, it makes drifting, like, useless. So did that. A uh, couple, like, clothes options they added there's a cool tactical gear you can add to your character that someone made i'm like okay cool um like i said the robot arms before uh fix the rain finally i don't know if i talked about that one yet the rain looks atrocious in this game it was horrible i think i talked about that finally got that working uh more violence don't know why i needed it but it's there now (laughs) um yeah just like fun little things that make the game a little bit better i i just I think i did one today that's supposed to open up night city more like even places you weren't supposed to supposed to like get into uh it should open now I, I haven't tested that one out perfectly um and yeah stuff like that so hopefully i don't know but uh enjoying that as i i still hate the story i gotta say it's like one of those stories that just does not vibe with me whatsoever so i just don't want to play this story at all like i got through that first initial combination of main missions that gets you to the title screen and holy moly is that last forever like what a drag especially when you've played it once before already i just hated it i hated it so much but i knew i had to get through it to open up the full map and you know actually start enjoying the little bits which are the best parts of this game so yeah i did that not sure what i'm going to move on to next but i definitely can feel my attention span waning on this one so I don't know. Hopefully I'll find something. I know Epic Games just gave me like the three Tomb Raider games. I don't think I'll go to the first two, but I still have never played Shadow of a Tomb Raider. So Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So maybe I'll go back to that or try that. Sorry, never played it before. So I'm just looking for something that can graphically challenge my PC because, you know, like I said, I'm having fun testing the limits of the RTX cards that I've never had before. Okay, Chris, high-end RPG remake for PS5 in production at Japanese Studio. This one comes from Push Square, a Japanese studio which has operated as an outsourcing outfit for franchises such as Altair, uh, Final Fantasy, and Persona is hiring for a high-end RPG remake for PlayStation 5. 
The name of the project is being kept private for now, and it's almost certain it's collaborating with a major publisher, although it obviously hasn't disclosed which one. Mutan in sight is looking to fill a number of positions, including a 3D art director, a 3D background designer, and a 2D character designer. Obviously, there's very little substance to the story behind the headline, as it could be virtually anything. Nevertheless, there will no doubt be a selection of PlayStation fan base intrigued by the existence of an unannounced rpg remake so chris do you have any ideas of what secret playstation rpg we might be seeing in the near future well i mean we've already talked about chrono cross in the past i think that's something separate altogether uh mm -hmm. so if i don't have any speculation on what it could be what i want is legend of the dragoon uh i need it be that come on do it it's playstation let's do this do this guys want it want it i'm not sure about myself i feel like it i mean there's a few options is it what everyone wants especially after hearing chrono cross are we going to get chrono trigger remake um you know we have that nvidia link uh fall fantasy 9 remake it, you know they talk about they've worked with persona 2 so are they going to be porting maybe persona 4 golden finally or is it a remake of persona 2 or 3 you know we heard about the 3 one but i don't know if that's truly a remake or a remaster um you know clearly there's a lot of options and then we could easily speculate of all the fan favorite playstation 1 classics that you brought up dragon wait what was it called again legend Lagoon of the dragon dragoon. oh legend of the dragoon i forget it like i don't know that's one of those games where I remember playing it like I still remember to this day, but I also remember why it made me stop playing it, which it had a broken like combat mechanics that maybe weren't technically broken, but they were just piss poor in my opinion. Like you'd go and fight a boss and you've like trained your hardest, you've grinded your levels, and then the boss has like 18 turns before your team gets one. And you're just like, and it's never the same. There's no consistency. It'd just be like, okay, well, this time the boss only hits you like once or twice. Oh, the next time the boss hits you four times, same character, and everyone's just dead. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, that'd be great if you explained how that worked, but you're not going to. Sounds like they should make a remake to fix that problem. <laughs> yeah, I get, I'm not against it. I just, yeah, I, I don't remember anything too special about it at the time. Chrono but Trigger is too much of a, a perfect game already. And if they're going to do a remake, I think they're going to just screw it up. Like Final Fantasy Seven. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. No. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited to see what it is. Final Fantasy Nine would be interesting. That one mm -hmm. could be. But they got to do it in one game. Don't make it 17 games or something. So. Absolutely. We definitely need it in one game. The other thing too, I forgot is like, wasn't it rumored that they're doing? I don't know if it's animated or CG animated, but they did talk about a Final Fantasy Nine show. So does that incre increase the likelihood of us seeing it? You know, I don't know. Could be new character models from the show into the game type thing. All I know is, you know, we were both reviewing the games coming out for next year, and we definitely need more RPGs. Not that this would clearly come out next year, but just as a whole, let's get more RPGs. So, Chris, let's move on. NFL legend and video game icon John Madden passes away at age 85. EA Sports has released its own tribute. Today we lost a hero. John Madden was synonymous with the sport of football for more than 50 years. His knowledge of the game was second only to his love for it and his appreciation for everyone who ever stepped on the gridiron. A humble champion, a willing teacher, and forever a coach. Well, there you go, Chris. It's sad we lost uh, a sport icon, I would say. I'm, me, me and you aren't really big into sport games, but I can still appreciate how much he meant to the sport, to the game, to the series, it, I don't know. It's uh, it's sad. Um, but yeah, he was. I don't know, seemed like an incredible athlete, uh, in his prime, and then even past that, it sounds like he was a great coach, commentator, all this stuff. Truly sad to hear. Uh, but let's continue forward. Persona Dev Atlas plans to release a major game in 2022. This one comes from Push Square. Speaking to Famatsu, Takata says Atlas hopes to release a major title at some point in 2022. Takata describes the project as a game that will become a pillar for Atlas. So you'd assume that it's either part of a flagship franchise like Persona or something big budget and completely new. 
A game that may immediately come to mind is Project ReFantasy, an RPG that has been in development for at least five years or so. We know next to nothing about ReFantasy, but Atlas has stated on numerous occasions that it is still happening. So Chris, small bite-sized thing, but it you know definitely made my heart skip a beat. I'm excited. Again, more RPGs, more better. Uh, I don't think it's going to be Persona 6 as much as I would love that. You know, they did talk. I've heard a lot of speculation that they talked about these Persona-like announcements that would trickle out uh, between the two years, 2021, 2022. A lot of people have speculated that the last announcement would probably be Persona 6. I still think that's true. But then if that is true, it's probably just a small announcement. And there's no way it's going to obviously come out this year. Now, this year, it's really (laughs) messing with my brain (laughs) that it's 2022 now. Uh, So, yeah, you're right. Not with Atlas. So... Hopefully it's this re-fantasy. I, I tried looking more up because I totally missed this game somehow. Same. And the trailer that was out is like a live action weird thing. I have no, it gives you no idea what this thing is, but they make Persona. So I'm going to have a little faith and hopefully it's something great and fantastical. And like I said, just another RPG and I'd be totally okay with that. Yeah. I don't recall Project Re-Fantasy either. Uh, so yeah, I think you're pretty much spot on there. Persona 6, I don't think this would be the one that they're they're saying is going to be the 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 you know, the pillar of the the, the company. I mean, Persona is te- te- technically probably already the pillar of the company, but I don't suspect a sequel will be that as well. So I suspect mm-hmm. it is going to be something new like this re-fantasy thing. So, I'm excited to see what they do. You got me kind of hooked on this the the company in the series. Now I'm always kind of noticing it more often in the background when i'm looking up news articles and stuff like that so i'm excited how many more announcements do they have because they said they were doing 10 throughout the year or five six eight can't remember what it was <laughs> yeah it could be one of those yeah, many but they, numbers but they still they're like out. only like just over halfway if i recall through their announcements mm-hmm. the last one i think was at the game awards i think yes but i mean but there's some of them are smaller announcements like just products and you know yeah. that kind of stuff so yeah i'm excited one of the announcements was the, I remember what they said were the announcements going to be persona based I guess so because it's yes, the anniversary but it, it could literally mean anything like I think one of them was merchandise so yeah you know it doesn't always mean you know, lose your mind so it, prob- <laughs> it probably won't be like project refantasy because that's going to be probably its own thing so it won't be yeah. in the persona world type thing yeah PlayStation database has God of War Ragnarok set for September 2022 release date this one comes from push square as reported by PlayStation Game Size, PlayStation's own database has God of War Ragnarok down for a 30th September 2022 release date. Sounds perfectly plausible, but it must be stressed that this could quite easily be a placeholder. Still, the 30th of September happens to be a Friday, so it does line up with the typical AAA launch habit. Chris, I don't know. It definitely could very much be a placeholder, but yeah, that Friday thing always gets like that's how it, usually you can pick apart. The false placeholder dates is like there'll be Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. Like they're just the end or typically, you know, Amazon used to love doing the end of the year stuff. So it's like, oh, January 1st or December 31st, whatever. Um, yeah, this seems more plausible. We I think everyone speculated that it'd be end of year release anyway. September is definitely a little different, but PlayStation typically doesn't do anything near Call of Duty. So it's not out of the question. Uh, you know, for instance, I think Spider-Man came out September 8th, if I remember correctly, 2018. So it's not impossible. And uh, I don't know. I'm actually going to lean towards it. Screw it. Uh, it's New Year, New Me. And uh, I'm just going to go with it. I'm like, yeah, this is definitely the date. I'm confirming it. <laughs> Let's do this. You're probably right. It seems like a, a good window. It's spaced out between some of the other games I think we're excited for. So it seems a good place to put it. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. looking forward to it, I guess. I guess. Maybe we'll see. We'll talk about it in our anticipation. <laughs> yeah. See how we're much we're anticipating for it. Final Fantasy 16 news in the spring. Development delayed by half a year. This one comes from Push Square. Producer Naoki Yoshida uh, confirmed the news in a post on Twitter saying, When we last spoke, I promised I would have more information on Final Fantasy 16 sometime later in 2021. However, I regret to inform you that I will... I will be unable to keep that promise as complications stemming from the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic have delayed the game's development by almost half a year. 
Yoshida goes on to explain some of the development team was forced to work from home, meaning not everyone was in place at its Tokyo headquarters. This has unfortunately hampered communication from the Tokyo office, which in turn has led to delays in or in extreme cases, cancellations of asset deliveries from our asset partners. As for what the team has been doing this past year, efforts have been focused on fine-tuning combat mechanics, fleshing out battles, finishing off cutscenes, and optimizing the graphics. Our primary goal now is to be as hands-on with the game as possible in order to see it fully polished. The producer then signs out by confirming the game's next big reveal for spring 2022. I deeply apologize to all those who have been looking forward to learning more about Final Fantasy 16, and thank you for the continued patience while we focus our combined efforts on development. Okay, Chris, that was a longer one, but uh, we got through it. It's a, it's a, a long article just to say it's delayed. <laughs> Or it's not even yeah. like it's not even the game that's delayed. It's the news about the game is delayed. <laughs> <laughs> I I you know, this is another one where I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. I don't want to get too angry about it, but you know, Jason Schreier, he leaked that that game was closer than we thought when it first was revealed in I think 2019. Um or maybe it was 2020, sorry. I think it was 2020. Uh and he said it's closer than we thought, yada, yada, yada. I heard rumors 2021 didn't happen. And now they're seeing an additional six month delay. And I think if it was anyone else, I would just be like, okay, kind of sucks, but I want a better polished game. So take the time, you know, same thing we said about cyberpunk until it came out and it wasn't a polished final game. Uh, so it kind of backfired. And Fine, but it's Square Enix, and they always take forever to make games, and they always talk about how they, they're learning how to make games faster. It never works out. It's always just something or other, you know. We're talking about a company that's multiple times, like just pulling off the top of my head, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, Final Fantasy 15. These games were delayed and needed in, like, even over 10 years, some of them. I just, you know, I, so I expect nothing anymore. I just assume that we're constantly going to be getting news of delays. Um, I'm even surprised for spoken is being talked like it's going to come out next year. If it does fantastic, but yeah, I don't know. It's uh disheartening, especially when the last time I seen that game, I can tell it's using assets from fall fantasy 14, an MMO that has existed for multiple years now. So if you're using old assets and you didn't have to recreate too much, I don't understand why this game's taking so long. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'm trying not to be too hard, but it's just it's because it's Square Enix that I just get a little frustrated. Yeah, they haven't been uh, living up to things very well lately. <laughs> Square Enix. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for this game, even though they're like you say, there's there's definitely issues and reuse assets and stuff. But I'm I'm interested. At least I'm I'm interested in a true new Final Fantasy game. Because there hasn't been I, one I in like a while, right? You're right. You're absolutely right. And like I too have like hold hope. My other hope is that when it does get revealed, maybe they did a little more work to it. Like it will look better than the last time I saw it, where those character models were clearly cut and paste from Final Fantasy 14. Yeah. Uh, I really hope that's the case. Because if not, then I'm going to be truly disappointed and a little astonished, really, that Dude. you can delay a game that is just being basically used from a Past game. Do we think it'll come out this year? Maybe, maybe Christmas. I don't honestly. You know just seeing that they're talking about the just the official reveal where they're going to put a release date is coming spring. Um, then I'm like, like that mean really, like realistically, I would say it could only possibly then have like an end of year where a lot of people don't like that time, especially if if God of War truly is coming out September. You're going to have a new Call of Duty. What other other shooters want to come out around that time? I just don't think they're going to do that. So then I would say you're looking at probably February, March of 2023. Remedy Entertainment and Tencent partner to develop a co-op multiplayer game codenamed Vanguard. This one comes from IGN. Remedy Entertainment, the company behind Control and Alan Wake, I like them, has signed a global development license and distribution agreement with Tencent for a new cooperative multiplayer game that is currently codenamed Vanguard. 
The game will be developed with the Unreal Engine, which is a good thing, for both PC and consoles. And while Remedy will develop and publish the game for most of the world, Tencent will localize Vanguard for the selected Asian markets, and it will cover any related localization costs. As it stands, Vanguard is currently in the proof-of-concept phase, and the game's development budget up to the first year of live operations will be in the range of a typical Remedy AAA game budget. I already have red flags in my head about this. <laughs> um, not to say anything bad about Tencent, but for some reason I'm feeling this might be like a mobile game, a mobile AAA title. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, when they're talking about the first year of live operations will be in a range. And then, you know, just try to the selected Asian markets and cover. I don't know. For me, I feel like this could be a mobile multiplayer game, but I hope not. There's some aspect of mobile. Like I did chop some things from the main article where it, where it talked about that Tencent would take over like mobile stuff. Um, so I don't know if that just means there'll be a smaller bite-sized version that heads to mobile later or on an accompanying app or something silly. I honestly don't know. I still think, you know, AAA Remedy, though, probably means PC console. I hope so, yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know what to feel. I see the makings of games of a service here. Oh, yeah. Um, I And again, like always, it just kind of makes me be like, eh. Like, it's not that I totally write it off. It's just that I look forward to seeing actual gameplay and, you know, a video that will tell me what this truly is. And then if I can see it further, and it is, you know, diehard games of a service game that I just won't have the hours to just dump into this thing. Then, yeah, then I'll walk away. But until then, I'm just like, okay, like a little disappointing, but it still could be good. Yeah, I have hope because um, I, I really do like Remedy. They usually have done right by most issues. I mean, they had some problems with the whole control release for the next gen consoles which I think they eventually did remedy, pun of the word. But uh, Kind of. Only for PlayStation as far as I'm yeah, aware. Yeah, only for PlayStation. But yeah, so hopefully I still, I still do have hope for them. I mean, 10 cents pretty much a part of everything now, so can't really say much on that. But yeah, I hope it'll work out. It'll be good. Triple A game. I look forward to seeing more. Let's end it on that. A yeah. positive note. Yeah. Mizaki says Elden Ring graphics team felt extra pressure due to Demon Souls. This one comes from VGC. Speaking in the latest issue of Edge magazine, which is on sale now, the From Software developer revealed that he's not played the Sony and Blue Points remake of his 2009 title, but he suggests that its impact has been felt by Elden Ring's development team. In quotes, yes, I'm pretty sure our graphical creation staff felt that pressure more than anyone else. He said in a magazine transcribed by VGC, when asked if the graphical fidelity of Demon's Souls created extra pressure for his team. So this article kind of goes on, like the whole interview goes on for a lot longer. I just quickly summed it up. It's really, when you talk about it, it's not that big of news. Like, obviously, there's more pressure. It's one of the best looking games for PS5, in my opinion. And I just think that you, and he does bring up later that, like, you know, graphics aren't their goal, usually, which totally makes sense you know i do say like some of the character models look a little janky they're a little loose but again they go for more of a technical uh point and i'm totally okay with that like that's just what i expect from from software now and if it means i have to lose a little fidelity i'm okay with that because you know these games are amazing they're fun to play they have heavy lore and i love the look of everything and they're just great games so i i don't mind i feel for the the graphical team that's i definitely understand where that comes from but like don't you know blue point put on one of the best looking games to date i don't compare still, yourself with them still yeah. yeah yeah i don't have much to add to that but yeah they they have some uh not competition per se but they have a little mm -hmm. bit to live up to with the the power of the next gen consoles so yeah, and I do feel bad because Elden Ring, like, it sounds like it was in development hell for a little while. Yeah. And it was supposed to, apparently, rumors are, it was supposed to come out on the last gen. Yeah. So it it's probably going to be more stressful for them to try to then come out on the next gen titles with, you know, old gen looking game. But, I mean, let's face it, that game still looks adequate. Like, I, I'm not going to, it's not going to blow your brains out, but it's definitely still pretty. Like, there's different, you know, it's kind of like how people can say, 
I don't agree, but how people can say Breath of the Wild's beautiful in its own cell shaded way. I feel like, you know, this Elden Ring game can kind of be the same. It can still be pretty in its own way. It's just, yeah, when you're comparing apples to apples, maybe it's not as good as Blue Points, but Blue Point also had a smaller game to work with. Yeah. You know, Demon Souls isn't one of their biggest properties. <clears throat> no, it's not, not by a any stretch of the imagination. Not a massive game no. at all. So. so we move on again. Square Enix says it hopes NFTs and blockchain become a major trend in games. This one comes from VGC. Definitely put this one for Chris. Square Enix president Yosuke Matsuda has published a new year letter in which he expresses the company's enthusiasm for emerging industry trends such as NFTs and blockchain technology. I basically ended it there. I was already done with the article, Chris. And hearing Square Enix talk about like, oh yeah, we're very eager to uh, steal all this money. That did not surprise me whatsoever. That's all it is. is. I don't understand. Like, do they think like people don't understand it? Or like, that's all it is. They just want quick ways to get people's money. And this it's is just another it's so garbage. It's not under the it's not in the same category, but it's just another microtransaction like Ponzi scheme. Yep. And it's just another way to get your money. And you know, they talk about play to earn, and I'm like, yeah, to which then you're gonna sell to some other guy who buys it because it's you know more expensive cosmetic now. That's all it is. You're basically taking cosmetic items, you're like, how can we quadruple their value so we Let's can put make an more auction money? on the items? Yes. Yeah. It's remember how great it worked out for Diablo three when they did the live auction. Oh yeah. That's all this is. That's all this is. Yeah. I'm happy with the six cents I get from selling a digital card on steam. They've been doing it first. So we're going to end the news with the beautiful news of NFTs. Cause you know, we love them around here Mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to go into what our most anticipated games of 2022 are. And we're doing a top 10 list. We're going to take turns going from 10 all the way to our most anticipated, which would be one. And uh, I kind of lied. Now thinking about it, we're actually going to start with our honorable mentions and then go to the list. Can we uh, put air quotes around 2022? And because they might oh. not make it to 2022. <laughs> you, you nailed it. There's, uh, I think, one or two I feel definitely aren't coming out in 2022. But as of right now, it is kind of marketed as they are supposed to be but you know i think me and you know better on some of them but we're you know let's have a good time let's uh just pretend we're gonna get games because i feel like we did this last year and a lot of the games we put on last year's list are probably going to make a reappearance okay so my honorable mentions these are games that didn't quite make my top 10 but deserve to be noticed i think we'll start at like the bottom of the list for me is horizon forbidden west just Mm -hmm. I don't have any major interest in it. I'm sure I'll still play it at some point, but I'm not, it's not on my list of I need to play this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gotham Knights. I still haven't heard, seen anything about it really that much. I mean, I, I liked all the other ones in the past, so I suspect I will get it, but I don't think this is even going to be a 2022, to be honest. Uh, I don't know about you. Do you think that'll be a 2022? I think that one will be because it has been a while. A while. From, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then a couple indie games. Uh, Stray. Still haven't seen a hell of a lot about that. Plays a cat and robotic type of world type thing. I'm interested. Didn't make my top 10, but I'll probably get it. Uh, Little Devil Inside. I don't know. Just the art style about it. Looks good. I'm interested in it. it yeah, I don't know. It's just It looks cutesy and I'll probably play it. Sifu, the combat looks really unique and interesting in that game. Um, plus, the art style looks kind of neat too. So I'm I'm definitely interested in it. Um, but yeah, it didn't make my top ten list, but it's one that these are all games I'm probably gonna get. But my interest level for them is low. I, I might like them more than these other than my top ten once I actually play them. But as of right now, they're just on my list of they exist. <laughs> Uh, Dying Light 2, that's one of the bigger titles. I never played the first one, so my interest in the second one's not as high as other people. I've seen some interesting gameplay of it. It looks like it'll be decent. Who doesn't love a zombie game? Uh, just didn't make my list. And the last honorable mention, <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 PS5 edition. Need I say more? 
No, it's a perfect game. I can't wait for you to experience it. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. <laughs> so my honorable mentions are as follows. Project Eve, rumored to be coming out in 2022. Forgot about that one. I think it was shown in the one of the last showcases. Yeah, it was the last PlayStation showcase. Um, looks interesting. I don't know what to feel. It's a little bit of Bayonetta, a little bit of Devil May Cry, a little bit of Nier. Uh, I couldn't figure out what the hell I was watching when the trailer came out, but I'm like, hey, I'm open to it might be something interesting, and hopefully it does come out. I could see that one getting pushed back, but whatever, hopefully it comes out. Martha's Dead is the next game, rumored to be coming out February 24th. I saw it on the list, but I, d I didn't know what it was, and I didn't look it up, so. It's a smaller title, but I every preview I've seen, it apparently is scary, and uh, it looks interesting, that's why... I'm not totally sold, so I didn't put it in my main list, but I uh, i mean, you had my curiosity, now you have my attention, Martha's dead. Uh, then my, I'm going to save one for the last, just to mirror yours. So then I have Avatar, Front, Frontiers of Pandora, sorry, uh, this one comes from PS5, and uh, yeah, 2022 Only is all it says. Eh? Yes. My, mine made the list. It's well, okay, so here's why, here's, here's why, here's why. It's an Ubisoft game, and I trust uh, Ubisoft as far as I can throw them at this point. Up. Yeah, okay. And uh, the Snowdrop engine, like, you know, this is the first time we're going to see it do something potentially incredible. Because you know, I'm sorry, like I'm not crapping on the game, but the division doesn't look good. So saying like, oh, we use the same engine from that, that's not a good thing. That's not a selling point. I'm not saying that's the max capabilities of that engine. Maybe it can do much more and hopefully it looks more like that um supposed gameplay demo they showed um but uh, yeah i don't know it I, it has my interest but i'm not also a diehard avatar guy like i'm one of the few that will admit that i enjoyed the movie you know i feel like it's almost popular or trendy to crap on that franchise but i i enjoy it and i would rewatch it any day it's you know it looks good it's one of those movies like jurassic park that like you know years later can still look quite well and then my last one, Tamir, your cyberpunk, is uh, The Witcher Wild Hunt Complete Edition for PS5, uh, slated for Q2 2022. Uh, give me a next-gen Witcher, sure. Fantastic. Let's do it. Uh, a third chance to not complete this game. <laughs> I can't do it. I, I saw it on the list. And I shook my head because I'm like, I can't. I can't put my time into that anymore. I'm a sucker for anything that says The Witcher or Geralt. I just, I will put money to it. I don't know why. Uh, I just, I'm an, I'm an idiot and, uh, I have to learn to love myself. I got all the trophies, beat it on the hardest difficulty. I had my fun with it. Did every side quest, picked up every piece of spoon and fork that you could find. But you can do it again, again. and look better. <laughs> Sold. There you go. So now, Chris, let's get into our real list, our top 10 most anticipated games of 2022. And I want you to start with your number 10. Number 10. Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. Uh, I think you, we kind of talked about it during the articles, uh, how we're kind of in a drought for RPGs right now. And I'm, I'm, I'm having a lot of hopes that there's going to be a couple that will steal me away. Uh, and Final Fantasy is usually a series that will do that for you. And frankly, I don't know much about the original, like, original games for Final Fantasy. I, I didn't touch on them very much. I know I probably looked at them, maybe even played them a bit, but if I recall the original one, there wasn't even like named characters. Wasn't it just like fighter, ma red mage, blue mage or something? I can't remember what they were, uh, white mage. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to see where this is going to go. If it's going to do well, I, I, I don't know. I'm just hoping for an RPG that will, mm -hmm. that will take me on an adventure. Yeah, I didn't put this one in my list or my honorable mentions only because I did play the demo and it just felt like uh, Souls-like. And for whatever reason, I just can't click with Soul likes. I just want Soul. Yeah. And so I didn't love that. These are the same guys, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that made Neo Neo 2. And I wasn't a fan of those games. And, you know, even just in the demo, like I could tell it was going to have that issue of where they just drop random generated useless gear and it was like in just playing that demo for 30 minutes i probably got new gear that was better than my last gear so often that i was literally stopping the gameplay like every 30 seconds 
And I just feel like that's going to be a drag on that game. Uh, not to say this is going to be a bad game. I know other people that have tried the demo and really enjoyed it. So I think it might just be one of those situations where it's just a me thing and my preference. Uh, so anyway, we're going to move on to my number 10. And I'm not sure if this made your list. It might be higher up. Uh, but my number 10, the Callisto Protocol on PS5. This one's rumored to come out in 2022. And what Dead rumor Space, says man, 2022? Was it was on the list that I sent you. I didn't it see it on, on the there. List I, I didn't see it. It on was there. on there. There's no way that's making 2022. You know what? Let's do I'm it. Gentlemen's agreement. Gentlemen's <laughs> agreement. Five dollars or something. Ten dollars. I do not feel actually, like actually. No, is I like five dollars because I actually have a five dollar bill. I never have. Actual <laughs> yeah, you yeah, hold on to the five dollar. So bill there you year. go. It's it's that it is that. So yes, if it does come out, I'm intrigued, hopeful, and. Uh, you know, give me more dead space. I'm I lack dead space in my life. So, Chris, give me your number nine. You're gonna love it, Ghostwire Tokyo. <laughs> I still want those like, the abilities with your hands moving it around. Yeah. Cyberpunk Naruto. <laughs> so I don't know. Still haven't seen a hell of a lot from this game. You still think it's a VR game that was turned into a regular game? Uh, there's I'm, no excuse for it to look that bad otherwise <laughs> it just looks awful like it literally looks like an early psvr game with just bad character models and there's no at least from what i can tell there's no texture and yeah just the hand things look weird and the fact that i, I haven't seen any gameplay of the character actual moving just looking at the creature doing hand things which again seems very vr to me <laughs> i could be absolutely wrong and this game absolutely could be good i I don't i don't believe it can be great but it could be good saying that (laughs) i i did struggle but i just for me i'm like no man like and and now seeing the production hell it must be under because you know this game was supposed to come out in october um yeah i'm just like okay good luck hopefully and you know at this point it is great yeah no that's fine like i know you like that kind of stuff more than me so my number nine chris you already mentioned it in your honorable mentions little devil inside ps5 Rumor to come out in 2022. Although, again, that's one of the ones I could see slipping just because we saw the reveal trailer for that in the one of the first PS5 showcases. And then it didn't get appearance again until this one of the newer PS5 showcases. So, I don't know. It just seems like it's taking forever. I don't even know what this game is. The yeah. videos don't really let you understand. But it does have some kind of charm and allure that seems to be, you know, getting to me. But anyway, I, I'm hopeful for this one. Give me number eight, Chris. Just stick on the same train and go Final Fantasy 16. I don't know what more I could say. We've already talked about in the news articles. Sounds like our news for the game got pushed by six months, which means this probably is unlikely to make 2022, but I'm always hopeful. Mm. We need those RPGs because, frankly, yeah, it feels like there's a drought. So Final Fantasy 16, that is my number eight. Okay, my number eight is Forspoken, uh, also a Square Enix game. PS5, slated for May 24th, probably won't make it because it's Square Enix, and they always seem to slip their first uh, release dates. They probably won't make it, but I feel like it will be this year, though. Okay. I'm hopeful. And anyway, it looks okay. Character models, not so well. Uh, The script seems a little lacking. That's why I put it, you know, close to the very end of my list. And I just hope I'm wrong, and I hope it's very fun to play, and I look forward to seeing more. Give me number seven. My number seven is Saints Row. Uh, they've shown a decent amount of gameplay, or at least enough to get the idea of it. I don't want to say it looks more of a serious Saints Row, but it did look more serious than some of the ones that are previously out. Um, mm. It just looks fun. I have a good time playing that. I don't know if they've confirmed any multiplayer yet. I suspect it's going to have some sort of multiplayer, but I can't recall. Uh, I feel like I, it's like I want to play this, be goofy, and just hang out with buddies, just wrecking a storm in the in the city. So uh, I'm looking yeah. forward to this one. Uh, I hope that it'll make it this year. I think it will. It might. It just it all be very quick, but it's not an impossibility. We've seen games release in under a year before. Mm-hmm. Um, it to me, it looks like kind of watchdogs Two meet saints row aesthetically and so that doesn't really speak to me but that's what the characters looked like. as soon as i saw them I'm like oh watchdogs too <laughs> it's like all right um so my number seven is uh also you know lower list 
but it's Horizon Forbidden West PS5 slated for February 18th. I'm not super excited, but you know, uh, because of the drought of last year, I'm willing to try this again. And we've had enough kind of news trickles that they've definitely expanded this series. And hopefully there's just enough there to feel like a great game finally, because I might be one of the few, but I just feel like that original one just didn't mesh. A lot of things dodged didn't feel like it worked. Enemy patterns were just sporadic. Uh, it was, yeah, it kind of felt like a mess to me, but not to mention the human AI. But anyway, hopefully the sequel will fix a lot of those issues and be fantastic uh, or just be a nice showcase piece for the console. I don't know. So Nick, number six, Chris. Uh, my number six was your number eight for Spoken. I'm a little bit more interested in it. We've talked about this. I think it was last week, but I'm kind of going to protest the game a little bit just because of the price right now. Uh, I, it's too expensive and it's just not justified in my opinion. So everything, I reflect everything you said about the game. I'm interested in the, what it could be. The character malls are a little iffy, but the visuals, the environment looks amazing. So I'm, I'm interested to see what it is, a new IP. Um, but right now it's like, I, I just got to protest the price. It's too pricey. I'm going to wait probably until it goes on sale. Unless, of course, I've got nothing else to play and I'll probably cave. But that is my number six. I think that uh, the next sexy thing about that game is uh, I just thought about it now, but it, it I believe it's one of the few games that's exclusively next gen. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's another reason why even if it lacks in so many departments, I might just pick it up just for that, that sake. Yeah. No, that's mm-hmm. why it was a little bit higher on my list. too. Okay. So my number six, you're going to definitely be surprised by this. Dying Light 2, February 4th. Um, yeah. Again, I've come from a year of only playing very certain games, genres, and I've heard so many good things about the original that I've never played that if if I'm bored, I could very well see myself picking this up very fast. No, for sure. Yeah, this- I don't think there's much more I have to say on that. It's just uh, my interest in it seems to be with the community of that loves the original. And I, I mean, it looks good from what I've seen and I'm hopeful. No, I can see that hundred percent. Number five, my number five, some would argue, why is it not higher up on the list? I would be willing to take that argument. Number five, God of War Ragnarok. Uh, definitely really loved the last God of War. Uh, I'm not someone who's played a lot of the originals. I've tried them, but I haven't really sunk time into them. I never owned them myself. so. Is always playing it at a friend's house or something like that or renting it. But uh, the new God of War, I really loved it. I had a lot of fun with it. Excited for the next one to see where the story's going to go. But then there's, for me, there's a lot of disappointments on it too. It's like, okay, there's only two games in this type of series, right? They're, and then it's going to wrap up that storyline. And visually, the game looks good, but it doesn't, I didn't see any improvements from like the first one to this one. Uh, combat, I suspect it's not going to change that much. I felt, I felt like when I played the first one, I was doing the same three or four moves. Uh, I know you unlock a lot of moves and different combos and stuff, but I felt like I was always doing the same attacks, which was still fun because I'm used to hack and slashers, but I never felt like, like there's like shield bash and a couple other shield moves and stuff like that. And I just never did them. I always doing the same three or four moves, throwing the axe and then a couple of slashes. So. I don't think the combat's going to evolve too much. Maybe a little bit more with the kid, hopefully, because um, I felt like he wasn't used. He was used a lot, but it could have been could give him more combos or I don't know special types of things. But so I'm excited for it, but I'm also reserved. So mm-hmm. I suspect this one's on your list. My number five is Sifu PS5 February eighth. Um, this one, I'm so interested in. I think it could be so fun, but I'm also very concerned with its difficulty level and some of the articles I've read about its gameplay and it just, it has a lot to it. So I'm a little worried that this is a game, although I'm very excited for it, could very much drop out of my interest level based on like how difficult and how they're kind of pushing it almost like they want you to die because then your character gets older and it's just, it's part of the mechanics of the game that you can unlock certain things by getting older, but I believe 
you there is I think I read that there is a limit, which mean you were worried to. So if you do get too old, the game's just done. And I don't love that kind of stuff at all. So I don't know. I could see myself saves coming on that one. <laughs> but uh unless there's a mechanic where you can go younger again too. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that's my number five. Not much to say about that. The game's coming out real quick. It's on my honorable list, so yeah. So we'll skip to number four. One that you mentioned piqued my interest. I don't care that's Ubisoft. I buy all their shit anyway. Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora. Uh, the trailer kind of sold me on it. I'm not a big Avatar person, but I, I enjoyed it. Um, it. The trailer looked really good. At first, I was like, this is cinematic. And I'm like, no, this is in-game. And I'm like, eh, what is this? Like, and it just looked good. Obviously, we haven't really seen gameplay, really. So I'm interested. Uh, I like I say I end up getting all the Ubisoft games for the most part anyway, so I will get this one. Hopefully it'll be good. I hope the was a snowdrop engine. I'm hoping that'll shine and be a surprise to everybody. I'm hoping, but uh, yeah, we'll have to see. Excited. Hey, my number four, Fall Fantasy sixteen. Hmm. I love me some Fall Fantasy. So as much as Square Enix is kind of hurt me in the past i just want to blindly go forward and be very hopeful that this is the fall fantasy for the ages it's you know going to be remember like rememberable like fall fantasy 10 or 12 for me you know one of the stronger in the series i hope but i also just don't think this game's coming out this year unfortunately and it's going to get pushed back to 2023 yeah so i mean there's not much more to say on that one i think we've talked about already Mm -hmm. So number three, number three, one that probably I wouldn't have noticed, but you got me on it. And now I want it. Hogwarts Legacy. I'm hoping that's on your list. I assume it is. But uh, I'm excited for anything Harry Potter. I love that world. Uh, I want to go to school and learn how to be a wizard. (laughs) And I want it to be good. So I'm excited that they're taking their time as much as I want it now make it right like we always say um i'm excited for this i i I just want i want to be casting spells again i want to go in that world and just live in it can it be our world now i want it now yes i'm excited for this okay my number three god of war ragnarok not too surprising uh i love the first one i yeah it was definitely my favorite game of that year you know right close to spider-man because i really love that too and what can i say it's going to be more more god of war i have the same concerns as you chris i share them very much where you know you're summing up what seemed like a big story in just one game and we'll see how that works i I mean i I, it's not impossible impossible for them to do it i just it's highly unlikely in my opinion but hopefully i'm wrong and Maybe I'm just misjudging this altogether, but either way, I am definitely excited for it. So not much more I, I need to say. I hopeful I I feel like this one will come out this year. So, you know, let's do it. Number two. Well, I think the audience could guess what your final two are. I, I know I can, but yeah. I don't th- I think you could guess half of mine. I don't think you're gonna guess my number two. My number two, a plague tale requiem. Uh I really loved a plague tale, the first one. I, I like the story a lot. It was interesting. I like the mechanics. The game gets a little too easy when they you get so many different types of slingshot shots, but uh, I really like the story, and I kind of want to see where it's going to go. I felt like when you originally play like Assassin's Creed, the very first game, you get to the end of the game, and it's like, go buy Assassin's Creed 2, because it's like the story's just getting started. And I feel like that with A Plague Tale. It's just... It was really good. I had a lot of fun with it. And it's like, now go find out where the story's going to go. So I'm excited for it. Uh, Played it on PC originally a long time ago. It was free on PlayStation. I replayed it, got it all through again. Had so much fun. Uh, Really looking forward to the sequel on this one. So, Well, like you said, you probably guessed it. But number two is definitely Elden Ring PS5. Number two. February 25th. I didn't guess it. I would have thought that would have been your number one. 
you're you're crazy, man. You shouldn't have known what number one was. <laughs> Same number one is 2021. Uh, uh, so yeah, Elden Ring, February 25th. I, you know, I've talked about this game enough. I'm sure people are just tired of me here hearing me talk about it. Uh, I can't wait for this game. This is definitely my first main game of 2022. I cannot wait for it. It's going to be fantastic. I'm already sold. Take my money. Oh, wait, you already did because I pre-ordered it. Give it to me now, daddy. Give it to me now. You're number one, Chris. <laughs> my number one is Elden Ring, obviously. Uh, I reflect everything you just said. Uh, and I'm just excited for it. I think this one's going to do super well. Like, you know, there's the Souls oh, games. Yes. and Yeah. They usually they have their group of people that buy the Souls games. You don't get much from like other people like, oh, maybe I'll try a Souls game. Usually you're going to play it or you're not going to play it. That's the audience. This one, mm-hmm. I think, is going to trick a lot of people into getting it, not realizing how much of a Souls game it's going to be. Uh, so I think it's going to do really well. And uh, I hope good things for it because I am super excited to get into that one. I want you and me to play that one. At the same time, even if we can't play with each other at particular moments, I want to play that at the same time, and we'll just explore mm-hmm. the world. I think I already sold Curtis on getting it for console because he really wanted it for a PC, and I understand he, you know, he loves playing PC. But I just said if you want to play with me and Chris, which we're told we'll be able to play all three of us, you're getting it on console. <laughs> so, uh, and also, actually, you might find this interesting. IGN had a list of like most anticipated as well, and people got to vote in. Um, and, but obviously theirs was open to like multi console, all that stuff. Uh, so Elden Ring did not make number one. What do you think made number one out of all, you know, including Zelda, all this stuff? I don't know, man. It was God of War. Oh, it's God of War. By a decent lead, 23% okay. of the votes. Yeah. That's a- Second place, Elden Ring. So what you're saying about like how they're gaining publicity they're gaining namesake and uh, mind share. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I don't think any other Souls game, maybe three, maybe, uh, would have been higher up, but not second place. Like, Elden Ring is ranking higher than Breath of the Wild 2. Mm-hmm. I would have never thought I would see that. And again, that's one poll, one site. Who knows? Maybe it's a newer article. It's going to change later. But just to see that, for a moment even i was like that that's awesome i really hope mm. from software see stuff like that and understands that like you're speaking to people you're speaking to people yeah i think you're right like dark souls 3 was probably the one that would have got the most hype for it bloodborne was too new like i mean mm-hmm. as amazing as bloodborne ended up being it was too unknown even the dark souls people were like what is this like how do we deal yeah. with yeah so it, by well, the time people style. yeah by the time people like fell in love with it it was already too late. <laughs> like it yeah. was already people had moved on. They're on to better things. Uh, so this one though, I think it's going to hit the ground freaking running. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then we're going to go to my number one, the one that everyone should have known. You silly m- muggle. <laughs> it's uh, Hogwarts I, I, legacy. I feel like you're wrong. You're wrong. I feel like you're more excited for Elden ring. I feel like uh, it. Dude, I've been so waiting for Hogwarts Legacy ever since that leaked gameplay um, demo showed that you could tell was only supposed to be like a selling feature towards actual like the developer to show them what they've been doing. It wasn't supposed to be seen by us, but it showed everything. It showed character customization. It showed some of the, the houses, um, some of the combat. I, I was just blown away when I saw that. And at that time, they wouldn't confirm it was real for Quite some time, actually. Is that actually. still out? I don't know if I've seen yes. that. Yes. Oh, I saw you can that. watch it. It was so good. And then they finally revealed the official one. And I just, I want, and I've been wanting for what feels like two, three years now. And I cannot wait for this game. Every time it gets delayed, my heart dies a little bit. Uh, the child inside just screams Ravenclaw and drops. Uh, I just, I just want it. I want it, man. Classic and Ravenclaw. I'm so excited for it. I love Elden Ring. Well, I mean, I love the idea of Elden Ring. I cannot wait for it, but I am so down for Hogwarts Legacy. Like, this is one of those games that I'm such a, a Harry Potter nerd that, like, uh, I'm going to book off work for this. I don't ever do that for games. I will book off work for this game. Hmm. 
and then watch it will get delayed and then i'll cry <laughs> i'll have a whole week to just cry so anyway that's our top jet 10 actually no i forgot to put in my joke game chris this is my 0.5 okay so it's even above hogwarts legacy Goodbye, Volcano High. This one comes out for PS5 in 2022. No one still has any idea what this game is. I just had it right in the list there just so we could have a good chuckle. So anticipated for it. Like, oh my God, mind blown. So there we go, Chris. We got through everything. We got through our lists. That means there can only be one thing left, and that is homework. What is homework? Homework is when we don't have enough time in the show to get through everything. So we give you the article headlines. We give you where you can find those articles. And then you can go educate yourselves. So game of the year number one for Push Square was Resident Evil Village. And you can read why they listed uh, quite a few games. Yeah. But uh, me and Chris agree with that. Like if we had an official like home of play game of the year, Curtis, me and you, we all agree it's Resident Evil Village. It wasn't a great year. Uh, and I think any other year it might have not made that. But it's just this year was you know a little lackluster. Right? There's nothing you really you can say about it. Next one, God of War Ragnarok, now rated for PS5, PS4 release in Saudi Arabia. This one comes from Push Square, not a big article, but it's just more proof that this game's probably not going to get delayed out of 2022, so good news. Uh, confusion over Stranger of Paradise Fall Fantasy Origins Extra Mission. This one comes from Push Square. Looks like they kind of said if you got the Deluxe Edition, you'd get three bonus missions. People were upset about that. They want all the missions at launch. Turns out you can get them. It's just later in the game, so... It's just a way to get into these missions earlier. It, it's a nonsensical thing, but hey, Genshin Impact's next big update arrives the 5th of January on PS5, PS4. This one comes to Push Square. Koi Tecmo says it will reveal games that show full power of company in 2022. That one comes from Game Informer and good luck. I mean, you guys don't make the best looking games, but uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you've turned a corner and it's going to blow my little brain away. Uh, Studio creates petition to remake original Mortal Kombat trilogy. Reportedly received Ed Boon's blessing back in 2016. This one comes from Game Informer. Uh, hopefully that works out. Uh, I would love to play that again. Definitely give it to me. And lastly, Yoko Taro is possibly maybe finished with Nier. This one comes from Game Informer. Not the words I want to hear, but I get it. That is a long running series. He's definitely, you know, it kind of started in Dragon Guard. So really, when you realize that all that's somewhat connected, he's he's been doing enough. Let the man go to rest. So, Chris, we got through all the homework. We got through all our, our lists, our news articles, which weren't too many, and we did it in a somewhat timely fashion. So, hooray to us. Anyway, thanks for your time, guys. It's your most valuable currency. Thank you for giving any of that to us. It humbles us. And until next Monday, like we always say, goodbye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, goodbye.